life has thrown a few curveballs so far this year. Mm, how is that for an understatement? Let me start by saying this. I dropped in my notes for this episode a few days ago, like literally only three or four days ago. And it's safe to say the world has completely changed for many of us, myself included, since I first made these notes. And I know that things are going to continue to change. This year has been a ride. Let's just say that. And then coronavirus or COVID-19 happened. When I first wrote my notes for this episode, I thought, hey, I'm probably not the only one who's had a bit of a crazy year. Now, I'm confident and I know I'm not the only one. Life has thrown us a massive curveball. I know that many of you have also had this year off to a rough start or maybe a rough few years or I hope that we are listening to this episode in 2050 after life's thrown us more curveballs and this still helps out. We can't always make sense of what comes our way, but I do know this. Life will surprise us. There will be obstacles to overcome. Each and every one of us, we're going to face adversity along our journey, whether it's related to our goals or not. Here's the thing. I don't want this episode to only be about coronavirus or COVID-19. I want this to be something you can come back to anytime that life throws you a curveball. Because I guarantee you this, it will. I wish that I could promise you that these things won't happen, but I can't. I can promise you this though, that you are not the only one. And there are some things that have helped me face adversity in my life, in my year, that I hope will help you too. So I'm going to share them here. In this episode, you're going to hear some of the behind the scenes of my life, in case you're curious, and the things that have helped me in the last few months. I'm also going to share and talk about a tricky question that I've asked myself, which is, how do I know if a curveball is a challenge to overcome or if it's life guiding, guiding you in a different direction, aka a blessing in disguise? Look, I'm still figuring this out, but listen up because I'm going to share what's helped me as I've been learning to catch the curveballs, dance in the rain, and thrive in the chaos of life. Welcome to the Golden Girls Podcast, where we believe you can have it all. I'm your host, Lisa Michaud, and I'm spilling tangible tips, goal-getting strategies, and real-life stories to inspire you to tackle your biggest dreams. You're a woman who knows you're made for more. Get ready to leave the excuses and self-doubt behind by being vulnerable, sharing your truth, and having honest conversations so you can succeed on your terms. Together, we'll set goals you'll actually achieve by staying motivated, having fun, and building a community of women empowering women. It's time to tap into your best self, get confident, and truly have it all. Golden Girl, let's dive in. Well, hello there, Golden Girls. It has been far too long since our last episode of Golden Girls Podcast. Thank you so much for your patience, your love, and your messages during our break. It has been a wild start to this year. Don't worry, I will fill you in. I know that life has thrown all of us curveballs. Just to tell you a little bit about me and what's going on for us, we've had ear infections, we've had crayons going through the dryer, hospital visits, burns, failed launches, and pending surgeries. Oh, and then COVID-19 has hit too. And even just like since I hit record on recording this podcast, I've been interrupted with phone calls and things changing. There's definitely been lots of good stuff happening this year. We were in Mexico and we had an amazing trip where the margaritas were a lot stronger than the Wi-Fi. Let's just say that. So I used that as a sign to disconnect and man, am I ever glad I did that. But we've definitely come home to stressful situations. Due to a family emergency, Sonoma no longer had daycare. We end up with no notice, with no backup plan and no support. And that's why this podcast ended up taking a cause and so did my business. 
As I mentioned in the intro, when I first wrote the notes for this episode, it was because I'd been chatting with you guys and I knew some of you also had rough starts to the year. Now, as things have changed so much in the last few days and literally are changing as I'm recording this episode, I know I'm not the only one. Life has thrown us a huge curveball. From the time that I record this to the time I release it and you listen, my world and your world might change yet again. In fact, I'm willing to bet it probably will. This is learning, this is building resiliency, and this is leadership in real time, my friends. This is how we show up in the world and this is who we are. Now, before I tell you everything, before I I dive into all the things, I want to acknowledge this. Everything that has happened this year for me, the hospital visits, for the most part, they've been fairly minor. The pending surgeries I have, they might be inconvenient, but they're not life-threatening. I haven't lost anyone close to me or had anything super traumatic come my way. You know, even COVID-19, I've struggled with anxiety through it for sure. I'm worried about my family. Troy might be stuck in another province until who knows when. And we're supposed to be buying a new property in our real estate business next week. So there's definitely some big questions and I don't have all the answers. But I got to say this, I know I will be okay and I am grateful for the situation that I am in and I know that I'm I'm going to be okay. I think this is important to say because when we have truly traumatic or life-changing experiences, I want to honor you. I know that those are different and those are especially difficult and there might be more of those on the way in our world. If you have lost a loved one, if you've had a health diagnosis that's been really tough, lost a job, had an accident, if you've taken a giant hit to your business, and I know this is happening to a lot of you guys, whatever you define as traumatic, that matters and so do you. My stories, my examples, my advice, man, I hope that you can hear this, but I also know that it's, they're not going to apply to everyone. If you are in a situation where what I share isn't enough, that's okay. Please, please, please get the support that you need. Speak with a psychologist or a therapist. Um, I know even my, my therapist, I had an appointment with her tomorrow and she just messaged me and said, hey, can we do it over Zoom? So I know there's still options having, happening remotely no matter what's going on. In the show notes, I also included crisis line numbers. If you need that kind of support, please, please, please don't do it alone. I have felt the feels and I'm still going through the ride and it has not been easy, but I'm definitely in a positive place and a positive mindset. I know this might not be the case for you. Please do not bypass this. Please do not think there's something wrong with you. Get the help. Get the support that you need. Talk about it. Ask for help. If you cannot find the positive and you cannot get out of your struggles, get the help you need. You are not alone and please don't do it alone. What I'm sharing today, this is just my experience. It's not all science. It's not designed to fix everything in your life. I wish I could do that, but I can't. I know we can't always make sense of what happens in our life, and I don't even try to anymore, but I know that life is going to continue to surprise us. There are going to be obstacles, and each one of us are going to face adversity in our journey, and I feel like right now is one of those times where all of us in, in the world, we're all facing this together. I wish I knew the answer. I wish I could promise that these things won't happen. I wish I could make it all go away. But I also know this, that these are the times where we really learn to be resilient, where we really figure out what's most important to us and we can ground in gratitude to actually make things better than ever before. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you some of the behind the scenes of my life in case you're curious. I'm going to share with you what's helped me in the last few months as I've been catching these curveballs and thriving in this chaos so that I hope it can help you too. I'm also going to talk about the really, the most important skill or lesson we all need to be successful and also talk about this question that I know comes up for a lot of us, which is how do I know if this is a challenge I need to overcome and rise up to or if this is a blessing in disguise and I got to change directions? So buckle up, buttercup. This is, this is what I've learned and this is what I hope will help. 
So from the first curveball, which at the beginning of this year, Sonoma and I were both sick and she actually ended up with an ear infection and we almost had to cancel our trip. From that to like right now in the real time changes almost moment by moment, hour by hour of COVID-19, I feel like I've learned a lot. When Sonoma was sick to start a year, it sucked. I mean, okay, let's be honest, sick kids and being sick, that just always sucks. But I had to reschedule everything podcast interviews for me and for others and client meetings and Golden Girls Community and Golden Girls Mastermind and couldn't go on a trip to California. My daughter couldn't go to daycare. Like we almost had to cancel our trip to Mexico. I way had to scale down my launch for both Golden Girls Community and Golden Girls Mastermind when honestly, it kind of threw off my revenue for the entire first quarter of my business. It sucked. Like even just saying all that. And by the way, just so you know, I feel a little guilty now like saying all this. I'm like, oh, what was me? But I have to tell you, this is how I really felt. And it sucked and I cried a lot and I was in a really big funk. And I feel like a wonder sometimes saying this and because I know other people are going through way worse situations. But I also want to say this for you. Like whatever you're going through is real and me bypassing my emotions doesn't help anyone and you bypassing yours doesn't. So I'm just going to put it out there that all of that, while in big the perspective of the bigger scheme of life, doesn't seem like such a big deal, I really struggled and it was really tough. I can also say this. In the last two or three months, as like curveball after curveball after curveball has come my way, I feel like my resiliency, my positivity, and my ability to laugh at this stuff has really improved. And I would say I've even got myself a little bit of a process. So that's what I want to share with you. Now, you guys know this obviously is just my experience. This isn't a thoroughly reviewed or researched or peer-reviewed process. It's none of that. This is things that I found have helped me, but I also believe it will help you. So whether you take all these things or just a few nuggets, I truly hope that something that I've learned, what's helped me build resiliency, what's helped me see the positive can help you too. Let's start with the first thing. And this is like, if you hear nothing else, this is what's important. And it is starting with you and taking care of yourself. There's a few little things I want to share under this. The first one is to feel your feelings. Oh my gosh, like let yourself be angry, frustrated, disappointed, scared, whatever that is. I find sometimes in personal growth and in spirituality, we sometimes try and like bypass emotions or I should say bypass negative emotions. We emphasize this like positive vibes only. And while I'm not saying you should get stuck in fear or stuck in anxiety or stuck in victim mode. That's not the point. The point here is to feel, still feel what's going on with you so that then you can release it and move through. So let me give you an example. When my launch completely flopped at the beginning of this year, I cried. And I really I was angry and I was like, why is life doing this to me? I was disappointed. I'd let myself experience all these things. And I think that if I hadn't let myself release that, I would still be holding that onto that in some way, shape, or form. The way that our minds work is that we cannot only just bypass all of our emotions. Like we have to release them. So we have to feel them and then allow ourselves to move through. When we lost Sonoma's daycare, that was Oh my gosh, that was crazy. And Troy and I were checking in on each other several times a day, which by the way is a great tip for you and your partner or family is in in times of crisis, in times of curveballs, check in more often. Check in every day if you have to, a couple times a day. And we were both really honest. Like we felt really anxious. We were heartbroken in so many ways and really sad about the whole situation. We were also really tired and we had a lot of work to do and we still had to watch her and find new care. It was very stressful. 
But us even just checking in and allowing ourselves to express our emotions and for them to be okay, that allowed us to process it. And I really believe that helped us in the long run because it didn't make us feel like we had to pretend like everything was okay or that we just had to be this like the strongest person. Like we could just be like, hey, I'm struggling and right now I need a little bit of extra help and we could help each other out and bounce each other out. And that allowed for us to then move into what was more positive and move into leadership, which is important. I'll chat about that in a minute. I do think when curveballs come our way, when life throws us these experiences that we can't predict, it's a good chance to also reassess. And I think there's reassessing in a couple ways. One of those is just asking yourself the question, what do you need right now? How do you want to feel and what do you need? Take care of yourself first. If you are not okay, nothing else is going to be okay. This might mean you need to turn off the TV. This might mean that you need to maybe turn on the TV and watch a funny comedy show. This might mean that you need to talk to a good friend or someone you trust. This might mean you need to go get some sleep or take a bath or have a shower. Man, is it just me or does washing your hair sometimes just change the whole day? Check in. What do you need right now? How do you want to feel? And take care of yourself. Another thing that's really helped me in this is to sit in and live in gratitude for what is good. This is not about bypassing. This isn't about just having rose-colored glasses. Um, Remember, I just told you that I've cried and I've been angry and I've struggled with anxiety and I felt all those things and they are real. But I also encourage you to look at gratitude because that perspective and looking at the things that are still good are going to help you get from staying, from getting or staying stuck. So here's some of the things, for example, that I've thought about. I've thought about when it comes to COVID-19, I've thought about, well, I'm really grateful that it's sunny outside right now. I mean, March in Vancouver, it could be really, really rainy, but it's a sunny forecast for 14 days. And I'm so grateful for that because we have our patio, which I'm so grateful for. We'll be outside. I'm so grateful that I'm able and I have the flexibility to record this podcast from home. I'm so grateful that we have the abundance that I could buy some food and have enough in case we are quarantined for two weeks. I'm so grateful that I have friends. I'm so grateful that I can give back. When um, we lost our daycare, I was so grateful that Troy was home and that we had bonus time with our daughter. Like I was like, okay, I got to also see that, the positive things there too. One of the other curveballs I found out this year is that I'm going to need double foot surgery and I'm going to have to be off my feet for at least a month, twice with about six months of recovery. When is that going to happen? I'm not sure now, but stay tuned. But the gratitude that I felt in that, I had to shift into this too, is that I have the, my business and the ability to do this. And by the way, sometimes I also see the downside that I don't get disability and I don't get paid if I'm not working. So it's, it's certainly a balance and I am a work in progress. But it's like, okay, what else can I be grateful for? You know, how many books do I say I want to read but I, quote, don't have time to? Or how many shows I say I want to watch? Well, this is my chance to do it. And this – okay, this is going to sound kind of weird. Um, I'm going to share it with you even though some of you guys might judge me but I just have to put it out there. So sometimes I actually fantasize about those early days in the hospital after I had Sonoma. I wasn't seriously hurt but – There were no expectations. It was like I just got to rest, take care of my baby and figure this out and have people take care of me. They delivered me food. I mean, I'm pretty sure if they hadn't kicked us out, I might still be there. Um, And I know that sounds a little bit crazy, but I know that I'm not the only one that fantasizes about being in a hospital so I can just get rest. So while I'm not saying I want to be in the hospital, I'm not saying I want to be sick, but these surgeries or, you know, funny enough, I'm ad-libbing this as I go here because things keep changing. But even with COVID-19, I'm like, okay, this this is going to be a chance for 
now, you know, with my surgeries, my husband will be waiting on me hand and foot and I'll get some rest. And with COVID-19, I'll actually get to do some of the things around my house that I say I, quote, never have time with. So always about where can I find the blessings? Where can I find the gratitude? What is good in my life? If you can ask yourself those questions, again, not to bypass, not to say everything is good, positive vibes only, but to balance those out that can help us keep moving forward. Now, I want to share three other little things that have helped me with this whole taking care of myself first and getting my mental, physical game on on it first. So one of those things is to make a little list of things I can and can't control. And sometimes I do that physically and write that out. Sometimes I just do it mentally. It kind of depends on how big the surprise is. You know, I knew that I couldn't control Sonoma's childcare situation in that day, but I could control the action I took in finding one. I can't control the media, but I can control how I consume it. I can't control the world, but I can control my own thoughts, my own immune system, my sleep, my self-care, my meditation. I can control those things. And making a list of what I can and can't control, that's very powerful. And then focusing your attention on what you actually can control, that can help you out in these moments where it feels like things are spinning and we are out of control. Another thing that's helped is to shift my mindset, reminding myself that I am a leader. So often it is easy for me to get into victim mode. Like, why is this happening to me? I can't, I don't know what's happening. I just have to sit and wait. And thinking of myself as a leader, imagining I'm a leader. Like, I'm a, my my girlfriend Megan Ayers always says this from the Modern Wife Project. She says, um, we're the chief CFO, the chief family officer. I'm like, okay, I'm the chief family officer. Like, this takes me into this proactive mode. And it takes me into this idea that I can figure this out. I can make it work no matter what happens and no matter what comes my way. I'm a leader. And I'm going to figure this out. Taking the stance in my my family life, in my business, in my community, in the conversations I'm even having. And by the way, being a leader doesn't mean you've got it all figured out. This is me showing up as a leader with this episode. I'm not saying I got it all figured out. I'm not saying I've never struggled or I haven't been anxious or I haven't um, cried or been worried. It's not about that. It's about being the first one. To, it's sometimes about being the first one to say those things. And also recognizing that there is going to be a future, that there are still things that are coming and still for a ways for us to show up in more positive ways. So being a leader is not about perfection. It's about being proactive and about showing up the way that I want to. So I want to challenge you guys too to think of yourselves as leaders in those situations where unexpected things happen. You are a leader. Okay, here's one more thing that I would be remiss to not talk about and that is limiting media. Seriously, no matter what curveball you're in, if you are not feeling good – You have to be aware that media, I I mean anything, but I think media is a really big one in our lives these days. It can fuel you in the wrong way. If your media consumption right now is uplifting you, great, fabulous. If you have a couple people that you are listening to, your go-tos, awesome. If you are that aware that you can put great boundaries, you are better off than me. (laughs) Uh, I think for most of us, turning on the TV can lead into this negative endless watching of the news and um, it can like lead us into spirals of arguments with our, with pe- random internet people and in the comment sections of news articles or it can lead us into total scroll holes or into rabbit holes of reading all the articles. If we're not even talking about, you know, m- massive news and media events, like let's just talk about comparison. If something has happened in perhaps your relationship or your business or your family or your financial state and you're on social media, it can fuel comparison as well. Does any of that sound familiar? I 
willing to bet that it probably does. So here's a couple little things you could do to just help with this. So what we want to think about is just consuming consciously. So that might mean setting a timer for media, saying, okay, I'm going to look at this one news source or this one social media platform, 10 minutes, here's the timer, let's go. It might mean being extremely conscious of like, okay, I'm going to watch this YouTube video or I'm going to listen to this music or I'm going to listen to this podcast. Thank you for listening to mine, by the way. I do really appreciate it. Or look at this person's Instagram story because they make me happy or they remind me that there's more to come or they have been through hard times and I can watch what they're going through too. Just be hyper conscious of what you're consuming in times where there's a lot of uncertainty, where there's unexpected things coming. Be very conscious of what you're consuming. And heck, if you can't control it, which full disclosure, I don't have this self-control, use apps to help limit what you're doing. Use technology to empower you, not disempower you. Okay, so that was all under the umbrella of take care of you. Feel your feelings, assess with what you need and take care of yourself. Sit in gratitude. Figure out what you can and can't control. Show up as a leader and limit that media. That's what I got for you there. Now, let's talk about the second thing that's really helped me. This is one of the things that I've realized is that anytime the unexpected happens or changes, big hit changes happen, it is a chance to reassess and assign what you want. It's a chance to reassess and realign. So the first part there is like reassessing. How do you want to feel? What do you need right now? How do you want to feel in your life? What's what's missing? And understand that as something to guide you for what may be next. Then use it to realign. What do you really want? What is most important to you? Let me give you an example here. When we lost Sonoma's daycare, we actually stepped back and looked at every option. I asked myself things like, do I want to be a stay-at-home mom? Is this a sign I should do this? I asked the question and I want to ask this to you too. If you were in a perfect world or ideal situation, what does it look like? We thought about what our ideal childcare situation was going to be like. If you've lost a job or business, it's a great chance to say, well, what does my ideal business or ideal job look like? If you've lost a client, what does my ideal client relationship feel like? With our childcare situation, we looked at nannies. We looked at larger daycares, smaller ones. We reprioritized. We said, okay, these are the things that are most important to us. And that was a really fantastic start because the next step to deciding what you want is to then take inspired action from that place. But first you have to have released or at least be processing your emotions. You have to have reassessed how you want to feel, what you want, and then realign with what is most important. And from there, you take inspired action. And this might be really different depending on what it is. For my launch that was basically completely botched at the beginning of the year, I decided to give it a try and just do my best. Just go for it. Not sure if it was the right decision or not, but that's what I decided. And you know what? I felt like I was taking inspired action based on where I was. And Here's the thing. We never really know if we're making the perfect decision because that doesn't exist. All we can do is make the right decision, the best decision for us at the time with the information we have and then move forward. With our daycare, I prioritized. I first called everyone in immediate availability in our neighborhood and then I printed out a 25-page spreadsheet and just started going through it. We went to interviews and we were we were so clear. Oh my gosh, you guys, we were so clear on what we wanted most and that just helped with our decision making. It was the lens for us to make the right decision for what was going to make sense. You want to know how you want to feel. Know what you really want, what's most important to you right now, and then take action. All right. So here's the third thing that's really helped me through all these unexpected things. It is to explore the lessons. You might not be on board with this and that's okay, but this is what I believe. 
I really believe that life is here to teach us and we're here to be constant learners. I really do find so much value in assessing and understanding and trying to learn from every situation that comes my way. Not necessarily being able to like make sense of it or understand why that happened. I know that's not always possible, but for me to at least be able to take away, okay, what did I learn from this? How did I grow? What's coming? That for me is such, it it brings me into leadership mode. It brings me into proactivity. It brings me into the person I want to be who is excited, who is alive, who is inspiring. That's who I want to be. And so when these things come up, I ask these questions. What is this here to teach me? How do I want to show up in this experience? How will this make me more of who I'm meant to be? Now, I got to tell you, I'm still figuring this out because there's been a lot of curveballs and a lot of changes. But I, I've, here's what I've discovered so far. Some of this is that I know something I want more of is that I want to speak more. That's been such a beautiful gift in all of these things that have happened is for me to have time and reassess and be like, okay, I actually want to be on stages. I know that is one of my biggest thing. And if I'm being honest with you guys, I've been letting that desire to speak on stages and to speak more in general really fade because some of my own excuses, like excuses that I make such as I don't know how to get more paid gigs. What am I going to do with Sonoma? What if I'm not good enough? How do I memorize a speech? Because I have no idea how to do that. How do I build a speaking business? All these excuses. By the way, just in case you're wondering, I don't have this all figured out and I caught myself in these excuses, which only happened because I had downtime to really think about it and really pause. And this pause in my life made me say, well, F that. I'm not, I'm not here for that. And I've decided to really step into how I can make the biggest impact. Now, I made these notes a couple days ago and at the time, conferences were still happening. People were still hiring for speakers. That's obviously really changed right now. And so here's my chance again to look back and say, what is this here to teach me? How do I want to show up in this experience? How is this going to make me more who I'm meant to be? What's next for me? All of these questions, you guys. And I, do, I don't know all the answers. Like I don't know the how. I don't know how to get more gigs. I don't know if I, I'm – well, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be good enough because I'm going to make sure I'm good enough because that's that's who I am. I show up as excellent. I don't know what it looks like to do all the things. I don't know what it means for Sonoma or COVID or any of those things. But I do know that if I only had a year or two left to live, if I only have a few hours to make an impact, and when I ask myself what I really, really, really want, it is to speak on stages. It is to speak. And that means I'm going to be there for this podcast, my Golden Girls community, but I'm going to shift to speaking more at, at some place. So I know that it, this has been a really beautiful and lucky experience. And as much as, man, this year has been hard, Without these curveballs, without these unexpected changes, I would have blindly been following my to-do list. Does that sound familiar? Do you ever just like sit down and just go for exactly what you did last week or what you think you should be doing? Sometimes we need those big shakeups, all of us, myself included, to really figure out what we want, to look at where we've been holding ourselves back, to reassess, my gosh, what's most important and what do I want? Who, I'm, who am I becoming and how am I going to get there? Now, this last point here, this is when this kind of step forward in my process that I made up here. This is a new one that's come to me in the last couple of days, but I really believe it's worth included. Remember, I'm still learning and if I do this in a couple more days, I'll probably have like five steps or more to add or more thoughts. But here's in this moment, one of the things that I'm finding to really help is to find a purpose and that purpose to be to spread joy and positivity. When we make it about ourselves myself included, guys, I know this feeling. Then I get into the, oh, but what about this? And what about this? And I don't know how. And what if this happens? And it gets really tough and really heavy. And you can probably feel my energy and my voice even as I just say that. But when we make it about others, we actually 
remove the anxiety that we feel about ourselves and our situation. We can actually be the change. When we find a purpose, when we find a way that we can help others or build community or smile or spread love or offer to help somebody, oh my gosh, you guys, that is what uplifts us. That's what feels good. And sometimes we just have to get out of our own way and we have to get out of our own our own crap to be able to help others. And that actually in turn pulls us right out and brings us right to where we need to be. A couple of little things you can do. I mean, this is something that I've been doing and I think I'm going to just continue and continue and continue. It is to send three positive messages a day to a friend, to a colleague or a stranger you respect or someone in customer service to really lift them up. This might be a voice memo or, or a little note or a, a direct message on social. Just lift somebody else up and that will in turn lift you up. I know that. Ask what others need. Reach out to someone and say, what do you need? Well, how can I help? Donate to a charity. Sometimes when we find a purpose or we help someone else, there's actually a lot of research to back this up. Not that I have the exact stuff right here right now, but I do know this, that giving to other people makes us feel better too. And I am a little biased, but it, right now, especially right now, and really always, support small businesses, guys. Like do something to help somebody else's small business. Do something to help someone else. You That will make you feel so good because you are making a difference. I also think this is so important to say, your joy, your energy, your light, it matters. And if you have ever doubted, like I'm going to say this to everybody right now, if you've ever doubted that energy, quote energy, is a real thing, you're like, oh, I don't know if I believe this energy stuff, whatever. If any of you have been living through this COVID-19, you have felt the shift. Everyone that I've spoken with has felt this palpable shift in the energy in the air. You know that energy matters and you are feeling the energy of those around you. You can feel anxiety. You can feel fear. You can feel nervousness. Just as you can feel all of those things, you can also feel light. You can also feel positivity. You can also feel joy. Just as we have picked up on fear and negativity from others, my gosh, other people can pick up on positivity and light and love and joy and smiles from you. You can make a difference and do not, do not underestimate that, my friend. I want to end this with a couple of little notes here. Something else that's helped me is just the reminder that this too shall pass. This is a season. I don't know when, I don't know how, I don't know what it's all going to look like, but this too shall pass. I also know that it is a process. I've felt this with every hiccup I had from losing Sonoma's daycare to my launch being totally thrown off to my surgery to COVID-19. You will probably go two steps forward and then one or three back is a process. It's not a straight line. It's not a straight, okay, well, I didn't feel so good yesterday. Today I feel better. Tomorrow I feel even more better. There may be some ups and downs and it is a process and that's okay. Here is what I believe is the most important thing and this is building up your resiliency and your bounce back ability. And my gosh, you guys, if if you're going through all this, if you're feeling this, if you're going through curveballs, that's exactly what you're doing is you're building your resiliency. You're building your bounce back ability. And bounce back ability, I got to say, that's my coach, Emily, says that and I absolutely love it. I got to tell you, my bounce back this year has gone from days and a lot of tears and a lot of upset to being able to flow and get back up a lot easier. Not to say that I'm perfect. Not to say I have it all figured out. Not to say that, you know, my situation is the worst in the world because I recognize it's not. But I do know that for myself, I've it's gotten easier. And that's really amazing. The more I'm able to feel and process, 
then I can reassess and I can figure out what I what I need, how I want to feel, and what what needs to, what I really want. And then I can take the action. I can lean into the gratitude, and it really gets easier. The other thing that I've learned that I know that you are about to learn that we are all learning is how freaking strong we are and how resilient we are. And my gosh, we should all be so, so dang proud of that. All right. Now here is a question I've been asking myself. Maybe you're wondering, how do I know if it's a challenge? How do you know if it's a challenge that you should overcome, that it's a challenge to rise up to? Or if this is life guiding you in a different direction for any curveball, like aka a blessing disguise. You know, does this mean that you should try a different career or a different business? Does it mean you need a, diff- a different relationship or different place of work or different city to live in? I do know this, that somewhere in you, you know. Your heart and your intuition knows it. If, I believe this, if it is a challenge that you're meant to overcome, there will be a part of you that is excited for that, that feels aligned, that feels like, yeah, that's going to be hard, but like, I know it. I know this is, I got to do this. Or there will be a part of you that is pulling and saying, this isn't right. This isn't for you. Those voices, they may come in different different volumes, different tones. And only you are going to know your yourself, your heart, your intuition. Only you will know. I wish, I wish I had like the perfect answer for this or I wish I could create a crystal ball or an app that would answer this for you. My gosh, wouldn't that be amazing? But just start to pay attention to where in your life you make excuses and why and where you push through the challenges and why. If you're building a business, what are the things you're willing to do for free and why? And what are the things that you're not willing to do and why? Who are the friends you always make time and space for? Because we know there's those people that we drop of a hat, we will be there. And who are the ones that you don't? The ones that you schedule a few weeks or maybe even a few months out or tell them now is not the time. This is how you start to pay attention to your heart, your intuition. You know this. Most of us don't logically, most of us don't logically have all of these thoughts in our head, but we know it. What are the things that you are willing to push the curveballs for? The things that excite you on some level, even if there's fear and uncertainty and nervousness and all that stuff, but like you're still willing to push through. And what are the things that you're not? I know this, that if you want it bad enough, you will find a way to make it happen. And if not, that's okay too. But it is important to tap into yourself, into your own wisdom, your intuition, to figure out whether you're making an excuse because it's not the right path for you or if it's time for you to drop the excuses and just make it freaking happen. Okay, so guys, this is not a perfect episode with a perfect ending or a perfect story. This is not a lesson that I've fully learned. I mean, we're living in curveballs right now. From drafting this episode to starting recording to even ending this recording, still more curveballs are coming and I'm sure the next few weeks are going to continue to change many things in all of our lives. To be honest, I've had a really hard few days. I had moments of really deep anxiety. I've gotten sucked into the news and it will probably happen again. I'm feeling good right now, but I, you know, there's ups and downs and it's not about perfection. It is about progress. After everything I've been through this year, I truly do feel stronger. I feel more resilient in a lot of ways than ever before. I wanted to share all this with you because we're not only just scars. We're not only the things that we've already been through and survived. Sometimes we're also wounds. And if you're in a stage of wounding, I'm here and you're not alone. Please hear me on this one more time. 
if you've listened to all this and you are, if you are struggling, if you are really going through something traumatic, if you cannot, cannot find the silver lining, if you cannot find gratitude, if you cannot take care of yourself, please, please, please get help. Mental health matters. Community, we're here for you. You don't need to be alone. Anxiety, depression, suicide, these things are real. And what I share and what I've shared today is not meant to help you bypass or make you feel like none of those things exist because those are very real challenges. So please, if you are struggling, get help. In the show notes of this episode, there are links to support you. So reach out. Find the crisis line in your area if you're not in one of the areas that, I, that I've shared. Get help. Please, 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 please. Now, before I go, I want to share one last little tool that's really helpful for bouncing back. And that is reflecting. Reflecting on your days. I do that a lot. Pretty much every day I try and reflect. I'm not perfect, but I try. I definitely reflect every week. That I'm very consistent on. And every month I'm very consistent on. And every year I'm consistent on. So if you want to try it out, I'm going to encourage you guys to grab my free monthly reflection guide. And the link is in the show notes or you can go to lisamichaud.com forward slash month. Now, why am I telling you to do this? Where does this help? Well, I find that reflecting is really powerful because it actually gets you out of your day-to-day and gets you grounded into where you've been, into what's important, and what's next. It's also so powerful because it will remind you of how far you've come. And I think that in times of challenge – and when it feels like we have zero control, and let me say that sometimes control, control is actually just perception. We really don't control much at all, which is the funny thing. That being able to just stand back, reflect, will give you back some power and also just help you recognize what you are in control of. So I'm going to encourage you guys, whether beginning of the month, end of the month, middle of the month, whatever, take some time and just look back at the last month, you guys, and just figure out like where you've gone what you've learned, which all these questions are in my guide, so make sure you grab that. And also just set some intentions for the month ahead. And it's going to take you out of your day-to-day. It's going to get you grounded. That's going to get you looking at what's next, how you want to show up, and it will remind you of how far you've come. So I hope that this episode and what I've shared has given you a little window into my life, into the real life ups and downs. And I hope it also shows you, like, I consider myself pretty successful And there's still challenges. It's not like they don't exist. I truly hope that this inspires you. I hope that it inspires you to do the same, to view life's curveballs as a chance to process your emotions, as a chance to reflect on how you want to feel, what you actually want, and align with that. When the unexpected comes your way, it is a chance for you to figure out if you're on the right path. And it is a blessing to adjust if you're not. If you are on the right path, you will then take inspired action to get what you want. And in the process, you'll learn more about yourself, which I feel like is the purpose of life. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm truly moved in my heart. Thank you so much for supporting me. Thank you for reaching out. I am a small business too, and I can't even tell you how much you guys mean to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for being, most of all, open to you and your experiences, for your emotions, for the lessons that you're going through for your experiences and leaning into the discomfort that's in your life right now. I know you've had a tough start to this year and a lot of us are having a tough last few days, few months and the next couple weeks, couple months, couple years are a little uncertain. If life is not going as you expected, this, this is for you guys and I hope that this has helped. So now you've heard, you've heard the behind the scenes of my life. 
You've heard what's helped me in the last few months to thrive in this in this uncertainty. And remember, it's not a scientific process, but start with you and feel your feelings and get clarity. Feel the gratitude and take care of yourself. Decide how you want to feel and what you want and take inspired action from there. Explore the lessons and what this is meant to teach you. Remember, this too shall pass and this is a process. It's not perfect. And finally, find a purpose and bring joy, you guys. The most important skill that you need is to be able to bounce back. And that's what you're doing is you're building resiliency. You're building your bounce back ability. If you're curious, uh, if life is guiding you in a different direction or if it's time for you to step up to the challenge, be honest with yourself. What are you tolerating? What are you resisting? What do you really want in your life? You know the answer. And reflect. Reflect on the good and the bad of your last month. LisaMichaud.com forward slash month. Make sure you grab that. I want you to remember this, that sometimes we need, like me too, I needed these. We need these shakeups. We need these curveballs to truly figure out what you want, to figure out what's important and who you're becoming and how you're going to get there. Life is always moving, always flowing, always changing, and we're never fully in control. When the unexpected happens, when these curveballs come, they're just a hyper condensed version of this truth in life. It is in these moments of challenge where you and I, where we show ourselves exactly what we are made of. This is where we get the courage to say what we really want and we show our tenacity to go for it. Golden Girl, you are strong, you are capable, you are resilient, and you are tougher than the challenges. Go show the world and go show yourself what you are made of and who you are meant to be. Thank you so much for listening. If something spoke to you, send me a message by sharing this episode and tagging me on social media. If you know someone who would love to hear this episode, please share it with them too. Because I love surprises, make sure you subscribe to the Golden Girls podcast today. It's the only way to find out about bonus surprise episodes and make sure you don't miss a single beat on your golden journey. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode of the Golden Girls podcast.